now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Bugs and Babes, the B-Movie Podcast. From classic cult to the cheese in between, the movies are beef, Darren Heyman is grade A. And I'm your host, Mr. Jason Giaconetti, joined once again by my dad, Mr. Al Giaconetti. Good morning, Jay. How are you doing today? Good. We are wrapping things up, right? That's right. Today we're going to go back to the darkroom for episode seven, the last one that was ever shown on TV. Yeah, and we'll get to it right after this. Tonight, three chilling stories from the dark room. You scared the life out of me, do you know that? That's the way I planned it. It was found in the ruins of an old castle in Italy. There's something in the box that explains all that. <laughs> and to think it's only two or three thousand dollars a swallow. <laughs> Get inside. Episode 7 of The Dark Room de- debuted January 15, 1982. Um, it featured three different stories. Um, exit, uh, exit Line, Who's There, and The Rarest of Wines. Now, um, you have in these, the final three episodes, they're all about the same length. I mean, yeah. they're ishish. You know, there's not one real short one or a long no. one. Um, exit Line, which uh, in which the, that's the theater critic, right, kind yes. of thing. So a uh, young, talented actor who is, uh, that's Stan, Stan Shaw and his agent, who is Jack, uh, played Carter. by Jack Carter. Um, both are desperately trying to convince an influential critic who's played by Samantha Egger um, to change her negative opinion of his performance in a revamped version of Othello. That's basically the overall of this whole thing. Um, this might be one of the most off-putting episodes uh, uh, or segments of this entire series. Um, this thing would not fly well today. Um, it is, uh, how to describe this? He's, I mean, I understand like what they're doing. I I, I mean, I get it. It's, it's, it's a fellow and like whatever, but the, the 
white theater critic is now being menaced by a, an African-American with a gun. Like the, there's so many things wrong with this, this, this part of this uh, episode or this, you know, this piece of the episode sure. that this would never fly. Forget about the, some of the words that are actually used um, derogatory words stuff in Vietnam and stuff like that, which was okay at the time, but still um, this to me, uh, I, when I first saw this one um, years and years ago, when I first was watched their dark room, this one episode stuck out as being completely wrong. Not, I mean, wrong, like, but, but it's, but it's different and, and, and not in a good way. I mean, it has, it, it's got a twist, but the, 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 I'd say, what, what would you figure? They were like 12 minutes each. Yeah. Three cities. Two or three minutes in with the, the, well, the actor continually is badgering the, the critic to come back to the, watch us do it. We were only in, in pre-production. We weren't, we weren't at our stride. And she continually says, hey, you were terrible. I don't want to know you. But he, he's harassing her. Yeah. And to the, to the point that she almost is, is afraid of him. Well, she is. Yeah. And then he's, but, and he's but, in her apartment but, but, at the end. I mean, but, the, there's so many things that are so wrong with this episode. Yeah. Looking at it again now. In 1980. Well, it was still bad in 1980. No, it is bad. Okay. But, okay. And, I, and this is horrible to say. And then those of us who know our horror movies in the 80s is it, it's, it's, it's almost to the point where like terrorizing, uh, having uh, you know, a woman terrorized right. or, or rape or things like that, that right. we would never want to see in movies. Those were plot devices right. back in the late, exactly. you know, 70s, early 80s. Like that's, yeah. it, I mean, there's I mean, a reason we moved away from them. Yeah, I mean, when 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 the the critic comes home after being badgered by this giant, I think it was three or four times. Yeah, yep. she comes into her house and she puts down the apartment. Her, her, yeah, apartment puts down her purse and turns on the light and he's sitting there. And the thing, how did he get in there? That's the, I mean, obviously they never tell you how in any of these. Um, uh, well, he does. So, he says that you don't know that. Remember, he's he's a drug addict. He yeah. was a Vietnam vet who he became a drug right. addict before that. He supposedly was a hustler on the street and all this stuff. Who knows? Who, I mean, he must have jimmied a window to get yeah, in. But, but no, he, he didn't jimmy a window. He says that locks don't mean anything. Oh, right. Yeah, million-dollar hotel or million-dollar apartments, 10-cent ten, ten locks. Yeah. Right. But it's it's just not a pleasant episode. Um, and I can honestly say this, though. It's But it, it's very striking. to be. It's very different. Um, but it definitely doesn't fit. No. And what happens here is now he's confronting her more forcefully. He gets in her face. He's got a gun. I mean, she, now she is scared out of her wits. Yeah. Right? Now, there's one... If, when you watch this thing, it goes by kind of quickly, but there's one tell when he gets up out of the chair and he's he's by the, he, the a wall and he goes... He, he actually blows air out like, like that. that. And you know exactly what was going to happen here because there was that one part early on in the, in, in the show... The, the, the critics at, at a luncheon in, yeah. in a restaurant and the agent comes over and begs her uh, on his behalf to come and watch the show again. And he gives her, her a ticket yeah. in her uh, normal yes. seat. And again, she rebuffs him. And so at this point now, they, they've been rebuffed maybe a half a dozen times. And so when he's attacking her, basically actually threatening he's not there's no real physical harm no, no, yeah. in in the in this thing but it but she right now is petrified you know exactly what's going to happen at least i did yeah of course 
yeah, he's not actually going to kill her. It's it's him trying to show her what a great actor he is, right? So um, the one thing I can tell you this is uh, check out her phone. There's oh. this is the best it's phone. Like, I mean, it looks like it looks, it looks like a half a watermelon. Yeah, and, 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 and so I mean, but th if that's the best takeaway I have from that episode, that's you know not. Yeah, but you can find those phones at any. Oh, I'm there. sure you can. Yeah. So. Um, your so, second, uh, yeah. Okay, well, well, you want this finish. one? Oh, go. I mean, so okay, what, fine. Yeah. Well, so what happens here is while while this is all going on, there's a knock at the door. Yeah. And then you know, I, I said I, I said that when when we watched, I said it's got to be the critic, and sure enough, the agent, the, it's agent, the agent. He opens up the critic, opens the door, and the agent's there, and he goes, "Well, what do you think?" Right. Right. Yeah. But she had already uh, tried to kill. Well, she shot him. She shot him. But it, yeah, kind of thing. But it was, you know, kind of thing. But he didn't, no, she didn't shoot him. She yeah. hit him with the, uh, she, she got the gun yeah. after she hit him with the, uh, the, the thing of, um, the brandy or the whatever. Brandy, yeah, right. yeah. The brandy yeah. bottle. So she might've actually killed him for no reason. For no reason. Yeah, right. right. It's, it's okay. I mean, it, like I said, this is not, eh, it's what it is. So, uh, the second one, which I also didn't think was very good either. Um, it's called who's there. And it's about a couple who, um, so you have a man who's played by Grant uh, Goodeve, tries to convince his neighbor, uh, who's played by Michael Lembeck, uh, who intends to kill his wife because um, he believes she's cheating on him not to kill her, right? Because they're upstairs fighting. So the, the couple's upstairs fighting. There's a, it's, oh, it's a apartment complex. And, you know, he says, oh, I've heard you guys fighting, whatever. And clearly the wife, uh, it, it's clearly implied that she is uh, not the most faithful person. Um, and the husband is trying to go get a job. He's going to Chicago and Detroit and all these places. And it's just, it's just so broad. Yeah. And so like, you know, I don't know. It, it just, it doesn't seem like there's much going on here. So then now they're supposed to be both out of town. The wife's supposed to be at the mother's, the, the guy's supposed to be in Chicago and there's somebody walking around upstairs. So the neighbor goes up and, and it's, it's the, husband. the husband sitting there with a gun waiting on his wife to come home to kill her. Right. And you're like, why? Why? Like, yeah. well, like she's, She's been cheating around for years. Yeah. She's cheating with everyone he works with. Yeah. Everyone he's friends with, he cheats on. Like, I'm goes, like, this this is your plan? Yeah. Like, so. Who do you think she's cheating with? All right. She's with the guy. The landlord. The landlord. But I'm thinking to myself going, at least with the landlord, maybe he ain't paying for the rent. Right. Um, but it just, this story, this story was thin. Thin. Yeah. To be beyond belief. And it's it's just, it's it's just chatty. It's not even like, like. Yeah, the guy's got a gun on him, and he just oh, I'll have a drink with you. I would like what? And so, of course, the twist here is that he goes back downstairs to his apartment, apartment. where he's then, sleeping yeah, with, with the, wife, the wife, and then he's like, oh, let's get this over with. He sends her upstairs to get killed. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. Well, yeah. well the husband is waiting there in to the kill dark. her, and he's waiting in the, in the dark, dark to kill her. He says, just keep the lights off. He's, and he says, when she walks in. You know, because again, he's not supposed to be there. So this is supposed to be her rendezvous place with the landlord or whoever, or whoever, yeah, that's what she's with. And when she walks through the door, he's going to blow her away. Yeah. And so the last scene you see is, and again, the the, the and I'll use the uh, the neighbor knows that she's going to be killed. Yeah, that she's going to walk into, into yeah. at least being shot. And he has this wry smile on his face, like. Well, I'll just find another broad someplace else. Right. And the last scene you see is that she leaves. She's going up the stairs. She gets stressed and she starts walking up the stairs and then it fades out. Yeah. So I'm like, I mean, this, this is, this is, I think, where we start seeing the problem here. You have a thin story, the first one, 
I mean, not thin story, but it's, it's an inappropriate story. That there's much more story in the first, uh, the first ep- part of the episode. This is super thin. This is super super thin. This is not even like there's almost nothing here. And you're like, okay, so now you're hoping, man, maybe the third one's halfway decent because if I'm watching this on January fifteenth, nineteen eighty two. I'd be like, ugh, really? Really? Like, yeah. how much long is this series going to go on? And then the third one, of course, is called Rarest of Wines. And it is the best of the three. Um, but it's not good. It's no. just the best of the three. That's like saying you want to get punched in your left arm, your right arm, or your leg. Like, it's like, uh, I don't, they're all going to not be good, but you're going to get punched somewhere. Right? Um, this one, following the death of their mother, um, her ne'er-do-well son, who is played by um, Henry Pollock II, uh, is upset that she left the entire um, him, the house, and the possessions, and the company and the responsibility to his sister, who's played by Judith uh, Campman. Um, when Judith refuses to give him part of the company, he begins to torment her by um, this, you know, well, selling off everything and, and all these antiques. And, yeah, yeah. And, that she that she loves. She loves the house. She loves all about this stuff, and he could care less. All he wants is money, and he thinks that he should be the one taking the company and all the money with this, but he doesn't. But he's never done anything. He's a loser. Yeah, he, he's a, he's a, he's a hanger on Yeah, well, but, but, but he's been singing. Yeah, he's not. He's all he is is he's just the he's son, a lech. Son of, but he's the son of a rich rich family. Yeah, you know, and yeah. the mother and father who who made the made the business. And the, one of the things here, when when he confronts her again, it's only the two of them in in, in, in a house, in, in a house. And, and, it's, and it's always the same room. The same room. This is a very cheap shot yeah. thing. Now, the, the first the first time you see them, the room is just chock full of antiques and paintings yeah. and everything else. The next time you see it, it it's almost barren. Right. And so the, when when the sister walks in, she says, what have you done? She says, I sold everything off. You know, Because yeah, I need money. I, I need money. I'm going to invest it in something that will make me a lot of money. Wine. And that's the that's the, 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 uh, the, the, the cue yeah. here. And so sure enough, they, they, they start arguing and then he's... And, she says, "I want to get the, the these objects back now." Be, well, before she says that, he takes a music box that was precious to the to the door to the sister, and throws it on the floor, and then that becomes a cathartic thing for her. And she says, "Well, what what do you want to do?" So I want half. I want half of the of, and and of the company of the company which she is now running. But running. And, that, and that's the whole point. And he said, He's, and he said if, and if you do that. I will give you this list of, of all, all the, the of all the 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 vendors that bought all the stuff, and when she doesn't do that, he lights the 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 envelope with all the with all the, the yeah, names on in fire, it. Yeah. And so then they they they, they go away. So the, but the next time she she comes back to the house, the entire room is now full of uh, wine but wine cases. Yeah. And he's got one one either case or bottle of wine that's worth three thousand dollars, that is. The quintessential whatever. Yeah. Uh, but th- okay, so he's not buying wine to invest in it. Yeah. He's buying very expensive wine and drinking, drinking it, it. Which is not what you do with very expensive right. wine. You and, buy the, and this is where this is where the, 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 the twist comes in. He said this one is came with the with the an Italian, scroll in Italian. You speak Italian. Can you translate this for me? So while she's starting to read it, instead of opening this three thousand dollar bottle with a corkscrew, yeah. he bashes it on the side of the table. Yeah. Like like you would see in a western, where right, the guy's yeah. going to guzzle the hooch, and he takes it, he pours it in. That again, whether it has broken glass or not, it doesn't matter. He pours it into a wine glass and starts to drink it. And as the sister is translating it, 
It's from some old ruler or whatever. Who and, and him and his yeah, it's, it's, it's Italian, yeah, in Italy. And, and him a, and his sister were known as the the, the, the great poisoners. poisoners. The great poisoners. And as soon as he she says the great poison and she turns around and says what have you he drinks it and he she says what have you done and bump he's gone right and he poisoned himself because it was their greatest poison of all time and it's to never be drank it's the, the whole point was this is their most effective, effective poison and whatever and so there's your twist um again not a super deep story but it's the best of the three um but again it's like you know uh, the in, in, in the in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. You know, kind of thing, right? So, um, I I would love to say the dark room went out with like a big punch on this last episode, but I felt like it limped its way to yeah. exactly where it was yeah, going. I, the thing is, again, in in the in the seventies and eighty, or maybe even the sixties, when you have a pilot for a show, you probably not only have to show the pilot to the to the sponsors. Where you're going to be taking the show and what, yeah, what, of course, what yeah. themes you might be doing. Now, this only ran for seven, uh, seven, seven episodes, episodes. Yeah, and during the uh, winter, it's like during Christmas yeah. and so. Like, and I'm, uh, I'm I can't imagine people watching. I'm trying to think. No, we never saw. I mean, I, I doubt I, we, I ever saw it live. No, of course you wouldn't. I remember Friday yeah. nights. It's like ten o'clock yeah, at night. What, what sponsors were were part of this? Was it you know a, a, a serial guy? Was it? It no, it's it's time. NBC, so it's so it's at night. It's a it's a car ad. It's a it's yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's you but know it not, yeah. Budweiser. It's no, you know, no, you couldn't have you couldn't you couldn't have. in the nineteen eighties. You can, Dad. Only beer, not, not, Budweiser is beer, Dad. Yeah, no, no, but it's not Jack Daniels. It's not what they call. No, you could have had Marlboro. No, it's called, yes, it could have been cigarettes and stuff right. too. Right? Yes. Yeah, they're not small companies, and so when they invested this money, they probably were told this is going to run. Again, if being in January and it was only seven, there was probably another. Well, five. no, it was, it was it was December. It ran. Remember, it ran on Christmas, New Year's. This was this this was a back end fill. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it yeah, there might have been another. So something might have ended, and they needed to back and fill. Right. So there might have been so another, this, another six episodes. Yeah, or whatever. whatever. Yeah, at most. And I guarantee four or five. You, whatever. Yeah. And the ratings were probably poor, poor, poor. And with the. Um, the uproar about uh, the the earlier episode on Vietnam, which is the, which is literally the best episode of the entire right. series. So you must have had all kinds of pressure, yeah, from the studio to the to the sponsors to just I mean from the sponsors to the studio to just cut ties and let's get out of this, yeah, and yeah. then start rerunning I Love Lucy, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the, and that's part of the problem is that um, you know some people would like to think that like oh the series is going to be strong the whole time through. Some episodes are weaker than others, and and then if this is literally the last episode you saw of this, I would be hard pressed to imagine anyone. I only discovered I only discovered this because it was on reruns on Sci Fi Channel when I was in college, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty good." Like kind of thing. What there's there more, and I wanted to learn more about it because it was just anything that only runs five, six, seven episodes. I always wonder why. You know what what how, yeah. what was so egre- What did they do that was so egregious or so horrific? Or what happened? Like, there's got to be a story. Because to me, the story is something better than the show. Yeah. Right? And here, the reality was it just didn't it didn't get good ratings. You wonder you wonder if they had held out the, the Vietnam story till the end, would it have gotten canceled before they even got to show that? Yeah. Okay? I mean, remember, the first the first few episodes that we that we had discussed, there were some really good ones on there, especially the real yeah. short ones that had the punch real quick. But, you know, even... even uh, um, um, the the Twilight Zone episodes. Not everyone was a gem, but when you watch them, they always had this sophistication 
that somebody who knew what he was doing wrote it. Whether or not it came across as being one of the classics is is, is a hit and miss thing. Now, the the, the other one um, that Serling wrote, you know, that took that that lasted only three years. There, well, well it, there's two full seasons of Night Gallery, yeah. and then there's a half season of season three right. with rehashes of some of them back in. Right, that's what I mean. It, you know, you well, wonder, they ran out. They ran out of money, though. Yeah. That was money. That was a lot of money. But, Those were expensive to me. But I can tell you, Serling, his mind. He could have written if he stayed alive. He probably could have, could have written right into the nineties. Yeah, right, right. So um, the okay. So just reading here. However, four unaired stories were stitched together, minus the intros from Colburn to make the new and then a new. That's that's nightmares. We're gonna talk about nightmares. Oh, nightmares. Yeah. yeah. Um, released actually a year later by Universal as nightmares. Oddly, the theatrical incarnation features more. Uh, Kind-hearted endings in the TV series preceding it, which is kind of funny. We'll talk about that more too, um, which indicates that creators were probably listening to the criticisms mm-hmm. before NBC pulled the plug. Many of the participants behind the camera went on to work on the same uh, the same networks. Alfred Hitchcock presents revamp. They revamped that um, where they trying to redo Alfred Hitchcock presents. Yep. The guys from this went to just went to that series. Um, and then, of course, in the mid-90s, Sci-Fi Channel picked it up, and that's how people have got to know it. Um, and that's true. The four episodes that make up Nightmares probably are the four of the nicer ending episodes. And we're, the Nightmares is what we're going to be covering okay. next. Yeah. Um, that's literally next month. Um, and the, the whole thing is, that's actually, when you look at them, you're going, man, if they put that on TV, maybe that might have hit. Maybe Like, you know, you can't have everything be mean-spirited. Not everything can be harsh. Not every, I mean, you can, but, like, it just... It's a downer, yeah. You know, and, so and shows like this. What you want is you want you, you want to be able to remember that wow, that thing really that was a that was a cool ending, yeah. Or that was that was one hell of a twist, and that's what used to make Twilight Zone so popular because there was always a, a knockout twist in I would say eighty five percent of them, and uh, um, I mean some of them were uh, well. I think the one with, with Shakespeare was probably more a pain. Uh, you know, pee on to uh, uh, you know, to Serling not wanting to have a, a nasty ending or or surprise right, right, ending, right, yeah. or just a really nice, yeah, uh, nice yeah. episode. But I'm just saying is, it's just you can see it here that so. Anyway, um, I, I feel bad because we've talked about this series now. It's been you know, over the course of you know the year and change. We've <laughs> talked about this, and this is kind of where it, it, it downs. The, this episode is the down of this series. It ends the series, and it kind of ends it on a down note. Yeah. But um, the nice part is that it's not really the end because Nightmares, which is, again, what we're covering next month, is going to take whatever was left over of the four remaining episodes. Um, they are cut together. Um, they definitely push it to an R rating. They wanted to make sure they got some blood and stuff in them. Um, but of those, those tend to be better. You will see that, like, you can say, like, if these were the next episodes, sure. this might not have been that bad. It would still would have ended. It still would have probably ended at nine or ten episodes. But this is pretty much what you had. Um, so, uh, you know, I know it's weird folks that we didn't, we came back to back episode. I mean, we had episode six and we did episode seven back to back. Usually we don't do them that quickly together, but dad and I felt we wanted to make sure we kind of just wrap this up and then hit it with nightmares so that you have all of this kind of tied together for yeah. your dark room. I mean, the longer, we, the longer we would have dragged it out. Um, and it wouldn't have been any better. You know, it's no. just, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's not like we're saving like, a big kick at but, the end, yeah, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So, um, but you know. Uh, is what it is, and and I enjoy going back and watching Dark Rooms again. Um, some of the episodes again, like I like them more than others. It's like when I go back and watch the Hammer uh, 
the Hammer House of Horrors. Some of them are better than others. Mm-hmm. You know, when you watch Twilight Zones, there are definitely some that are better than others. Outer Limits, clearly some are better mm-hmm. than others, you know. Um, even like if you went back and watched, now I know you've never seen them all, but like Monsters or like Tales from the Dark Side mm-hmm. and things like that, because they ran a while. Um, some are better than others. And and some of us remember them with like rose-colored glasses because we remember our favorite episodes. But then they're like, oh yeah, I forgot those other ones that are really bad. Like I, I, I think of Amazing Stories. And Amazing yeah. Stories has some really good ones and some really, really poor ones. Um, the other one would be, and this is uh, an issue, not an issue, but this is something that in the horror community we've been trying to get our hands on for Freddy's Nightmares. The entire series of Freddy's Nightmares is so hard to get a hold of in America because of all the copyright issues. And people are like, oh, those things were awesome. They weren't. Like there's some really good ones and there's some really God awful ones. Yeah. And there's some that were cut to ribbons. And if they ever put the unrated versions out, they'd be amazing. But it was just, or like Friday the 13th, the series, which had nothing to do with Jason Voorhees or anything else. They just literally took the name, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, um, but that's what TV was. That's what TV, that's how TV, you know, that's what things happened. When you go back and look, even like, like the war of the worlds, the TV series, which was really well done. Like, they were desperately trying to make that a movie, but they couldn't get a movie made. So they made it a TV series and it had a really high budget for a TV series, but then they start running out of money, you know, kind of thing. So anyway, all right, folks. So that about wraps it up for the dark room. Uh, Like I said, we'll be back next month with of course, uh, nightmares from 1983 celebrating its 40th anniversary. It's hard to believe that's 40 years ago um, where we will uh, um, again, you know, they tie this all together. You're thinking, Jay, but you said this was 1982. Yeah, in 82, this ended. And then someone yeah. said, we got to make this thing. Yeah. Like, they didn't They didn't just go, hey, we got it already. Let's just do it. They had to make it. So they had to go and shoot the shoot arounds. And um, James Colburn does not appear in the movie at all. No. Um, which, As a matter of fact, I believe even the openings are different. No, it's everything's different. Yeah. yeah. What I'm saying is, I mean, it, 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 you had to know that it tied into it because it was put out there, but it wasn't like, the dark dark room presents nightmares, like right. kind of thing. Now, I mean, I think if if that James, I mean, again, not that anything wrong with James Colbert, but I don't think anyone even remembers that he was literally the guy talking, unless you ever saw the yeah. dark room, you wouldn't know that, you know. So, and yet, you know, believe it or not, his his, his parts are good. Yeah, because he's, he's a good actor. Yeah, and he's he's got that little evil smile. Yeah, 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 on his face. Well, but he, but he, but the thing is this: I'm saying it, but it's not like it's not like. You know when they made the Tales from the Crypt movies, yeah, right. And Tales from the Crypt was a huge hit for and uh, HBO. Good lord, is a huge hit. They would always have the Crypt Keeper in a little vignette in the beginning or something right. like that because the Crypt Keeper is the Crypt Keeper. But it wasn't like James Colburn was known as the Dark Room guy. Like he's James Colburn. Like you know, more people probably know him from The Magnificent Seven than this, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So, um, but. Anyway, folks, well, um, you know, thank you very much for the downloads and listens. Uh, I know there's a little shorter episode here, but we'll have a full one coming up for you. Um, and of course, if do you remember the dark room? Did you watch this? If you want to see this, though, uh, I did find out NBC Universal, the app, no longer carries it. For years and years, they did. So you need to go into archive.org and you can um, search uh, James Colburn's The Dark Room. And they're all there. Um, yeah, I can thank my brother, uh, Luke for uh, his little bit of digging. He found it and he's like, Hey, guess where I found? Um, so it's there. You can go find it. The ironically, and it's weird because NBC seems to not care about this, but yeah. like, it's not like, it's not like it's just sitting on YouTube somewhere either. Oh, you know, yeah. it's, you wonder, it's lost. I mean, it's, that's, that's the whole I, point of it. I, I don't know. I mean, I think NBC must, must consider this to be the, uh, 
you know, the wayward child and they want no part of it. Yeah, it's just, it's just what it is. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, so like I said, thank you very much for all the downloads and listens and for all the support. If you, uh, you know, I send this feedback, I'll gladly read it on the show. Um, and we, uh, we always appreciate everybody, um, you know, supporting us here at Box Bugs and Babes. So like we say here, keep those cards and letters coming and keep watching the skies. This is Tokyo, once a city of six million people. What has happened here was caused by a force which up until a few days ago was entirely beyond the scope of man's imagination. Tokyo, a smoldering memorial to the unknown. An unknown which at this very moment still prevails and could at any time lash out with its terrible destruction anywhere else in the world. Hi folks, Luke Giaconetti here. I'd like to ask you a few questions. Do you like giant monsters, or as they're called in Japan, Daikaiju? Monsters like Godzilla, Rodan, Gamera, King Ghidorah, or Mothra? Do you like more obscure monsters, such as Gappa or Yangari? Do you like giant heroes like Ultraman, or super robots like the Shogun Warriors? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then I think you might like my podcast, Earth Destruction Directive. I'm a dedicated fan of all things Daikaiju, and I'd like to share that with all of you. Please check out Earth Destruction Directive at twotruefreaks.com. Earth Destruction Directive, where we turn your Daikaiju dreams into city-smashing reality. This has been an episode of Bots, Bugs, and Babes, the B-Movie Podcast. If you'd like to contact me, please email the show at botsbugsbabes at gmail.com. If you'd like to find me online, I'm on Facebook under my name, Jason Jacknetti. I often contribute to the Two True Freaks Facebook group. You can visit my Facebook page, The Art of Horror Collective, and you can search the hashtag, The Art of Horror Collective. On Instagram... Find me under my name, Jason Jacknetti, and search the hashtag The Art of Horror Collective, as well as the new hashtag Bots Bugs Babes Podcast. I'm the only one using them. I'm also on Twitter at Jason Jacknetti, and you can visit my webpage at www.theartofhorrorcollective.wordpress.com. All movies, characters, stories, music, etc., are properties of their respective holders. This is a fan work. And any use of any property is purely for review, discussion, entertainment. So don't sue me. I ain't got anything anyway. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Will you stop?